0: Doing a startup feels super weird. That's the best way I can say it. You don't really know what you're doing, but your ego feels a need to project confidence, and you're trying to be your authentic self, but you're also trying a little bit to copy the people that you see on TV and on Twitter and the people who have been successful that you read books about. So I remember that feeling really, really well, and this podcast is the gift I wish someone had given me back in 2006 when I was in grad school, starting my first company. The episodes, they are short and they have a point. Every one of them has a lesson, a short, simple lesson that's paired with a short, true story told by somebody other than me. The story isn't meant to illustrate the whole point. It's just kind of like a touchstone that goes along with the lesson as a pairing. Not everybody's going to appreciate and like listening to these episodes. Here are the two things that we're assuming about you as the listener. If these two things are true, I think you're really going to like it. First, you want to start a company, but you also have a lot of other things you could do with your time. Maybe internships or a job out of school, or you have a career that you're not very sure you want to leave to do a startup. So that's why we're going to be really honest about the good and bad parts of doing a startup, so that you can make the right decision about whether this career path is good for you. Assumption number two is that you're smart and driven but you don't know exactly where to start building your company. So it might be a little bit overwhelming to look at the whole list of things that you need to do to start a successful company and you're not sure where to start. Anybody can make this seem complicated and our job on this show and in this class is to prove that it's not that complicated. The key is to pick one or two things to work on at a time, knock it out of the park on those one or two things, and as long as you're picking the right things, you're gonna be successful. This is the very first episode in the series. The theme is Start With Why, and the story is told by Mike McFaul So here's the, the background. You can start a company, no doubt about it. You're plenty smart. There are enough opportunities out there. The more pressing question is whether you actually wanna do it. Everybody likes the idea of doing a startup, but it's a lot of hard work and 90% of them fail and the outcomes are highly variable and it can take longer than you expect. Plus, there's this opportunity cost to skipping your internship or leaving your job and messing up your career to go do it. So, before you commit to doing a startup, it's important to articulate why you're doing it. What is it that you hope for? What are you afraid of? What would happen if the company failed is there a less risky way that you could pursue the thing that you're excited about i acknowledge the title of this episode is exactly the same as simon sinek's famous ted talk but the guy totally nailed it and he said it right you got to start with why so the story you're going to hear is told by mike mcfall mike mcfall is the co-founder and co-ceo of Big bigby coffee there are more than 250 Big B Coffee locations around the world, and they're growing like crazy. He just wrote a book called Grind, which is a practical guide to starting a new business that skips past the MBA and goes right to the nuts and bolts of building a successful, self-sustaining company. I read the book. It's great. I recommend it. Most importantly, Mike is the new co-instructor for this course. Ha-ha. He and I are going to be teaching Finding Your Venture Together in Ann Arbor, on Thursday afternoons this fall. The story Mike tells is a throwback to the early days of Bigby when they were just getting off the ground. And it's about the level of commitment and passion that both he and his co-founder had and how he knew it was going to be a good partnership.
1: My business was formed on a handshake with my partner. We had gone for a four-hour walk through East Lansing. At the end of that walk, we shook hands, committed to starting a business together, uh, and I knew him, and I, I, I enjoyed the business, but I didn't know him well. And I, I think back to, I mean, in my opinion, a business partner that you're going to go, in, you're going to work with, to me, passion and commitment is, is the number one ingredient. And and I like I said, I knew him, I didn't know him well. One one morning, uh, one after I used to, sorry, one, uh, I used to come in in the. Um, at three o'clock and do the closing shift and I walked in one day and he was uh he was there and he approached me and he said he said hey Mike um uh, you're aware that we we always have someone at the cash register every minute of every day to greet the customer within three paces of the door every time I'm like yeah, of course Bob I mean yeah okay well well last night um between 10 38 and 10 47 there wasn't anybody at the cash register I don't know what they were doing, I don't know where they were, but there was nobody at the cash register. And I said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't, I'm, you know, not aware of it. And I make sure it doesn't ever happen again. And then I said, well, like, how, how did you know that? And he kind of sheepishly admitted that he was sitting across the street with binoculars, staring into the front window of the store, watching what we were doing. I think at that moment, I realized This is a guy I want to be partners with. I mean, this is a guy that cares enough about his business that he is going to sit in the middle of the night, essentially, with binoculars on, watching the operation and bringing value the next day on what he saw. Instantly, at that point, I knew his passion, his commitment for the business was like
0: unshakable. 25 years later, he hasn't proven me wrong. I love that story, especially the part about the binoculars. Okay, let's contrast that against a story about Someone starting a business who doesn't necessarily have that same passion. And this one is about one of Mike's franchisees.
1: We operate a franchise company. And so our role is to support people in building their businesses. And, uh, but it really takes the owner-operator to be there, to be engaged, and to be executing uh, minute in, minute out. And that's, what it, that's what one of the primary ingredients to the success of the business is their commitment to enthusiastically engaging the system and and so on and i remember i we always used to open stores on tuesdays for many many years we always opened them on tuesdays and i still don't know why but we did and so i remember we opened the store on tuesday and i called the store friday afternoon to check in i had something i needed to to communicate to the operator and so uh, i asked for for him i said hey is is the is the owner there and uh, the the barista who had answered the phone said uh yeah no he's not um he's taking his family to their condo up at boyne for the weekend instantly i knew a guy who is going to leave his business three and a half days after opening for a long weekend that that business wasn't going to work and and it it proved out right and uh, I never could understand that mentality. Uh, we were when we started our business. You know, we were we were in it every day, fully, for a decade. Right? <laughs> we didn't start taking vacations. We didn't start. Yeah, it was it was full on commitment to to it. And so that that I knew instantly that 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 guy wasn't going to make it. As an entrepreneur, you are. The, the, the power source of your business. You are the energy source of your business. And your attitude fuels the business and fuels the attitude of everybody there. And I've always said, you're never gonna get, have an employee who's gonna be more enthusiastic and more committed to the business than you are. So if you're not that committed and you're not that enthusiastic, that's how your employees will represent you. If you set the example of being completely fired up and being there engaged and committed, they will too mm-hmm. if and that'll be the expectation and so it's it's like you, and i think people underestimate how important the the energy and the attitude of the business which is essentially the people in the business is to the success of of of, of the enterprise I, I, it always boggles my mind right like you walk in and you ask somebody in a new business like how how are you doing you know how's how's the business oh it, you know it's okay uh, we're struggling a little bit, but, you know, we're, we're, we're going to see it through. What? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if, if you, I mean, you the, how you present that answer is how your business is in the mind of that consumer, right? So you present it like, oh, my God, it's exceeding our expectations. You know, it's been amazing. It's been exhausting, right? But, but we're loving it, and, you know, we, we're, we're super thankful that we engaged into this, right? Like, that's an answer where people walk out going, man, that, that place is happening, mm-hmm. Even if it isn't, mm-hmm. like saying it exceeded our expectations is not a lie, <laughs> right? Because yeah. nobody knows what your expectations were, right? As an example, so so that that to me is what happens: is 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 you you see the commitment level, the energy level, the focus, just start to diminish when the owner operator is detaching. When the owner when when my partner looked at me and through binoculars, and I I learned that story, I was like. Wow, we're we're playing we're playing
0: major league ball here. That was a cool moment for me. So the lesson of episode 1 is start with why. Understand why it is that you want to start a company and make sure you have the energy and the enthusiasm to actually see it through. And before I go, I just want to say a uh, A couple quick thank you. Thank you to the University of Michigan for supporting me and building this podcast as a supplement to the course. Ellie from Academic Innovation, thank you very much for your help. Thanks to my family for allowing me to convert our living room into a podcast studio. Thanks to Evan Ufer for pushing me to do a good job and see this project through on our morning drive to the gym. Thank you to the Ann Arbor Tech community, which is so full of interesting, cool, generous people who are willing to share their stories and be supportive. The song that you're hearing on this episode was created by Logan at musicformakers.com. There are going to be 13 episodes in this first semester of the podcast. Each one maps to the lesson for that week in the class. The next one is on business fundamentals. It's also a story told by Mike McFall. I hope you'll check that one out along with all the other really great stories right behind it.